together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters the readings are quite interesting both of them the first one coming from the second book of maccabees chapter 7 verse 1 to 31 the second one from luke chapter 19 verse 11 to 28 in the first reading the second book of maccabees it is a rather sad story it is a mother who witnesses the death and the murder of her seven children they are killed right in front of her one by one are killed the first one is killed and the perpetrators keep on instigating and asking them whether they will recede and renounce their faith in God. But the brothers insist in keeping their faith in God. Interestingly, the mother stands by them and she reminds them of their faith in God and that they should keep their faith which they have received from their own fathers their own mothers there are a few things that are quite interesting in here it is in the midst of this great trial and tribulation pain and suffering where most would have given up most would have walked away but she remains the anchor of a family she remains the stronghold of a household she goes to her children and she speaks to them in their own native language and one can interpret this differently obviously from a very literal sense of the word she probably speaks to them in aramaic or in hebrew that antiochus and the rest do not understand but if you want to go deeper, there is a language that we speak in every relationship, in every household, in every friendship. It's a language that can only be understood by both of us. A typical example, there is a joke that is shared among a couple. There is a story that is shared. There is a memory that is known only to this particular household and so this mother goes to her sons her husband has already been killed she goes to her sons and she reminds them of who they are and she says to them i may have given birth to you i may have carried you for nine months in my womb but it is not me who made you it is god what is it that the lord is inviting us to do this morning to have that faith when everything is falling apart when the center does not hold when our children have deserted god when they've walked away when it is easy to walk away is asking us to hold on and i know this from my own experience if it was not the faith of my grandmother, I would not be a Catholic, let alone be a Catholic priest. 
But it was her faith. When things were getting out of hand, when I was losing focus and direction, when I was at the verge of leaving the Catholic faith, it was her faith that sustained me. It was her faith that brought me back into some sense of reality. And so we find comfort in this woman. But there's something else that also strengthens me is to realize that I am only a steward. I am only doing what God is asking of me. As a parent, I have no control over you. But as a parent, I can only lead you to God. And that for me becomes absolutely important. As a parish priest, as a spiritual father, as a spiritual guide, I'm responsible for your spiritual growth. Because at the end of the day, it is God that I'm accountable to. And so every day and every effort, we need to go back to the basics. What is it that the Lord is asking of us? And so you find that in the, la in the first reading, the second Maccabees. But the last point I want to talk about in that story. The younger son is the last one to be killed. And so the king and all the elders are playing a psychological game, emotional game with the child. They say to this young man, if you renounce the faith of your fathers, if you leave everything, I promise you, I'll make you the king, the friend of the king. I will give you a powerful position and I will provide for you with everything that you need. And how many of us have gone through that? Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do we struggle? And those who don't believe in God, they live good, luxurious life. They reach, fill the rich. Look at the drug addicts. Look at people who don't believe in God. They have everything they want. And those who try to toe the line, they struggle in their lives. They struggle in their faith. And things are not going well. But the young man says, I will not do that. Now, there are always two ways, two roads. There's a road that has a lot of people. And there's a road that is less traveled. Which one do I take? The one that has a lot of people, does it always lead to the truth? No. The easy decisions, are they always the best? Not always. Sometimes I need to make hard decisions that are not always going to be acceptable. And sometimes I need to take a road less traveled that leads me to something else. I need to be honest with God. I need to be honest with myself. Because at the end of it all, dear brothers and sisters, I have myself to live with for the rest of my life. The second aspect I want to talk about is found in the, in, in, in the gospel. It is a king or a man who goes away to receive his crown as a king. And there are some people who do not like him. And as he goes, they send an embassy and they say, we don't want that man to be our king. 
That's a normal thing. Not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to like your thinking. Not everyone is going to like how you do things. Are you going to spend the rest of your life worrying about that? Are you going to spend the rest of your life trying to impress people? And if you do that, you will never win. We need to come to accept that certain people will not like us. They're not going to like the decisions we make. They're not going to be liking everything we do. And that's okay. That's the first thing. The second thing, he calls ten and he gives them a pound each. And he says, go and invest. On my way back, I need results. How old am I? How old are you? How much investment have you made in your spiritual life? When God calls us and wants us to come back to him, do I have anything to show to him? How have I lived? Who I am is a gift from God. Who I become is my gift back to God. So at the end of each day, what have I done for the kingdom of God? How have I grown? Whom have I brought into a relationship with God? And that is something absolutely important. And so when he comes back, the one comes and gives him 10 pounds. The other one gives him 5 pounds. But there's this one who doesn't give him anything except the pound he had given him. And the one who's given 10 is given 10 more cities. Five, five more cities. And the one who's given nothing, even the least that he had, is taken away. There's one last point I want to say. Make the best out of your life. For those who are in pension, make sure you enjoy your pension. Not everybody had lived to your age. Make the best of your life. In as much as you will worry about your children and your grandchildren and your niece and your whoever, but not everyone has had the privilege of reaching your age. Celebrate your age and thank God for it. May I make a suggestion? We now live in what we call the mercy of God. Build your relationship with God as much as you can. You've been busy the rest of your life. And now the Lord is giving you an opportunity to rest and to do all the things you've always wanted to do. Please do it. But also spend some time with God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.